Welcome to She's Lit Podcast with your host, Dwen Sandori. She's Lit Podcast is a safe space for women to be led, inspired, and set on fire for Christ. So whether you're a new believer or a seasoned believer, I encourage you to grab your Bible, notepad, and oil as we shine forth our light. Hello, and welcome to another episode of She's Lit. It feels like forever since I've last recorded an episode. I've truly missed this. Creating is, of course, my passion. And I'm so very thankful and blessed to be building and pouring into this community. You all mean so very much to me. And if you haven't heard so today, I love and appreciate you. I do. That's how I feel. (laughs) Okay, so without further ado, let's jump in. Today, I will share tips on growing in intimacy with God. Before we jump into scripture, I thought I'd give a little backstory on my intimacy growth with God and how it has transformed the way I view him, myself, and life. For years, my relationship with God was inconsistent. God would only hear from me on Sundays during church service or when I was desperately in need of something. We were in this back and forth cycle of give and take. He gave and I quickly took. Then, in 2019, I found myself in a very toxic work environment. Most of my work shift consisted of thoughts of abruptly quitting or hiding in the bathroom to either scroll on social media or cry. I was miserable and in desperate need of help. Every morning, I would dread the idea of having to go into the office, which was not a good way to start off my mornings because it set the tone for the entire day. If I woke up miserable then best believe my day would be filled with misery, and indeed, it was. I thought to myself, there's no reason why I should be taking my work home with me and allowing it to affect every aspect of my life. So one day, I decided to take ownership of my mornings. I decided to utilize the Bible app on my phone and challenge myself to read the verse of the day every morning. Spending time with God each morning gave me hope that better days were to come. So I decided to challenge myself further. Every day while in the office, I would listen to gospel music and sermons. As soon as I clocked in, my AirPods immediately went in. It was like nothing else existed in that office. It was just me and God. He slowly became my hiding place. I felt safe while spending time with him, like the misery from work couldn't affect me because I knew my father was with me. Then one day, I stumbled on a YouTube video when this woman mentioned receiving a sign from God. In her video, she shared with God a specific Bible verse and told him that if the man she was dating at the time was indeed the man God had for her, allow him to repeat this exact Bible verse. Then one day she was at a doctor's appointment and while anxiously awaiting test results, she messaged her boyfriend and his response to her was the very Bible verse she mentioned to God sometime prior. Hearing that blew my mind. I said, we can ask for signs. Is that a thing? Side note, in my opinion, it is okay to ask God for signs, but make sure you don't become reliant on them, that your faith begins to waver. Remember, the Israelites received many signs from God. Cloud by day, fire by night. He allowed manna to fall from heaven. He even parted the Red Sea, and they still lacked faith. I also wanted to point out that as you grow in intimacy with God, you will be less likely to ask for signs because you'll be able to identify his voice. Okay, back to my story. If intrigued were a person, it would be me. 
immediately I said, God, if you are here with me right now at this miserable job, let me see a bird from outside my work window. And I waited. I took my lunch. And while on my lunch, I was watching an episode of Friends. And in that exact episode, Rachel spots a pigeon on her kitchen table and begins to freak out. Immediately, I began laughing. This was too ironic. So I said, God, I didn't ask to see a bird in the show, but from outside my work window. A few moments later, I looked out my window and you would not believe what I saw. A flock of pigeons gathered together from directly out my window. I was mind blown. I said, you're here. You can hear me. Wow. Soon enough, I began confiding in him about the misery I felt and that I was believing in him for a new job. At this time, I was actively applying to jobs, receiving rejection after rejection, but I continued to earnestly seek him for what I wanted, and then I devised a plan. I said, God, I can't just quit. I need to save, and I also wanted to receive my end-of-year bonus, so I'll wait until the end of the year, save, receive the bonus, which will give me a nice fluffy financial cushion to sit on while I search for a new job. Then, on December 17th of 2019, I was fired from my job. I cried. I said, God, why would you allow this to happen to me? I needed that bonus check to keep me afloat. How will my bills be paid now? I asked for a new job, not to be fired. I'm not prepared for this. Little did I know, three months later, COVID would be at its peak. I'd be receiving unemployment and bonus checks for two whole years, 10 times more than that $5,000 bonus check. His plan was better indeed, and all I could do was thank him. I had peace of mind, money coming in, more time to spend with him and to explore my passions. Talk about God's plan. So in April of 2020, I purchased a journal to document my life and to keep track of how God was moving. This is my journal entry. I can't believe I'm sharing a journal entry with you guys. This is so comical. April 18th, 2020. I purchased this journal to keep tabs on my thoughts and where I am currently in life. Currently, Corona is transpiring and I'm stuck at home. I've been keeping busy, talking with friends, reading, blogging, eating, and making the most of this free money, LOL. Spiritually, I read my Bible almost every day and I do sermons. I want to become as close to God as possible. I want to be able to hear when my spirit is talking to me. Mentally, I'm here, LOL. I have ideas and plans to take blogging seriously and life seriously. I want to jump, no second guessing, just do. I wasted so much time. You know how far I would have been if I took blogging seriously? Emotionally, I'm here. So that was my journal entry. So there you have it, uh, my story and how I grew in intimacy with God. And now it's time to help you. How to grow in intimacy with God. Keep in mind that there are a vast majority of ways to grow in intimacy with God, but I only have time to share a few. So here goes. Number one, talk with God regularly. Don't wait for perfect conditions to speak with him. You can speak to him while you're running errands, at your work desk, walking to the park, or working out. Include God in all things, whether big or small, from career decisions to what you should eat for dinner. He is accessible and always ready to listen. Isaiah 65 verse 24 in the Amplified Version reads, It shall also come to pass that before they call, I will answer, and while they are speaking, I will hear. Number two, 
Read and meditate on God's word. The word of God is vital when growing in intimacy with him. Psalms 119 verse 105. For your word is a lamp to my feet and light to my path. The word of God gives instructions on how to live a life that pleases him. If you want to grow in intimacy with him, why not read his word, which is life-changing and sustaining? Whether it's for five minutes, 30 minutes, or a few hours, it will certainly benefit you. Number three, worship. All glory, honor, and praise belongs to the Lord. Worship not only allows us to experience God in new ways, but it shows God that we honor him for all he has done for us and that we surrender our needs, plans, and will for our lives to him. He deserves it because he is the one and only true God. Psalms 29 verse 2 in the Amplified Version reads, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty and majesty of his holiness as the creator and source of holiness. Number four, study the names of God. Know who you're speaking to when making requests. For example, if you're in need of healing, you'll call on Jehovah Rapha. If your resources are depleting, you'll call on Jehovah Jireh. When you call on the specific names of God, you begin to access specific characteristics of God. And lastly, journal. We are naturally very forgetful. Journaling allows us to keep track of how and when God moves. When you have a track record of all God has done, you're less likely to lack faith because the proof is in the pudding. I love reading back on what God has done for me, especially when I'm in a dry season. My journal constantly reminds me that if he did it before, he will certainly do it again. Intimacy with God is an intentional relationship with the Father. He desires a relationship with us, hence why he sent his son to die for our sin. We were unworthy, yet he still loved us. Growing in intimacy with Christ is continual and may look different in some seasons. But remember, the Lord is faithful, present, and unwavering. So I leave you with this, a song called Make Room by Jonathan McReynolds. A reminder that we are God's priority, so we should make him ours. I pray that you continue to seek God in all walks of life. He sees you, he's with you, he loves you, and he cares. God bless. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you feel led, please follow and share for more. To further support this podcast, please download the Alive Podcast app available on both iOS and Android, and be sure to subscribe to my show. She's Lit Podcast can be found at She's Lit Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Feel free to follow and DM with any topics or questions. I'd love to stay connected.